Hello, I'm Cathy Beer from Pets for Life, and on the phone with me now is cat vet Dr. Kim Kendall from the Chatswood Cat Palace. Kim is a world expert in feline-friendly care and the only cat vet in Australia qualified in cat behaviour. Welcome, Kim, to the podcast. Thank you very much, and hello to you. Um, today's topic is arthritis in cats. I know you know a lot about this topic, so but if you can just explain um, what is arthritis in cats in simple layman's terms. Well, I think everybody knows uh, what arthritis is. Uh, they know someone with it or they have it themselves. It just means painful joints, inflammation or uh, soreness around the joints. So things things just not working uh not working correctly when you're trying to bend things, bend parts of your body. Right. And, and so how common is it in cats? Well, some research says 30% of cats have arthritis um, by the age of three. And the, yeah, and the, re- and the, and the strong evidence is that uh, uh, 90% have um, arthritis detectable on x-ray by the age of 12. So somewhere between year one, I've seen cats as young as, Eight months old with arthritis, Gosh, uh, yeah. they can yeah they can it can be a developmental problem and if they don't get enough calcium you, that can feed into arthritis. Um, but there's also a genetic arthritis as well. So uh, particularly in Scottish folds uh, mm. that um, we don't seem to be breeding away from. Right. Okay. So um, um, what what. So I guess you touched on what causes arthritis. It could be genetic with some breeds, but is it, is it more like a lack of some sort of well, deficiency? You I was, um, when I graduated last century, I was told cats didn't get arthritis. Oh. They were mm-hmm. they were so subtle, uh, supple and athletic and those sorts of things that they just didn't get it. Well, of course, that's, uh, we just didn't know what to look for. And basically, it's wear and tear, uh, and cats do leap up and leap down. Elbow arthritis is very common in Burmese, so that's another mm-hmm. genetic tendency. Um, but it's basically wear and tear from athleticism. So I haven't ever heard of a way to prevent it. You're going if you're destined to get arthritis, it can come from trauma uh, mm-hmm. as well, um, falling out of a tree or whatever. Uh, you can certainly, um, omega-3s are the big deal um, for brains, um, kidneys, mm-hmm. bones, joints, all those sorts of things. So uh, if you uh, get the omega-3s, you can get them in. You need to get not, not the human fish oil, and I only discovered this the other day. The human fish oil has got too much vitamin D in it for cats. Okay. So you need to get the um, get one designed for dogs and cats. Uh, and certainly I've never heard of a problem with overdosing it, but if you're going to make a difference to joints and brains uh, and so forth, you need to um, have double whatever the um, packet says. Right. So maybe it's something that cat owners, they could get a kitten and maybe start early with with those fish oils. Well, yes. Uh, you there are there are omega threes that are based on chicken rather than on fish. Uh, mm-hmm. I always vaguely worry about claims made about fish. Okay. Uh, yeah. In in terms of the kitten, uh, you would be benefiting its brain. Most of the kitten foods have high levels of omega three, 
So if you feed a high-quality kitten food, you probably don't need extra. But at sort of two to three years old, when the when the cats are you know have reached their full size and um, are as heavy as they're going to get, uh, mm-hmm. that's probably the time to start supplementing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, how would they? How would cat owners know that they've got arthritis? Is it? Um, I know it's probably something that they feel more in winter. Is it? Is it pain or? Well, it's, it's a subtle thing. The cats tend to start doing less, and I find clinically that they start to get fat um, yeah. because it hurts to move around. They're just not as bendy as they used to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, uh, they also, uh, especially as they get to eight, nine, ten years old, you find that their nails get a bit thickened. They don't really want their um, nails clipped. Uh, their neck can be a bit sore. They start to get tufty hair, not able to reach around and groom themselves along their back. They they seem to always mm-hmm. be able to curl forwards, but not to turn around to the back. And yes, they get a bit cranky. In terms mm-hmm. of younger younger cats, well, you just they don't jump uh, up onto the bench tops like they used to. So that that's a a, a giveaway sign every um, in every age of cats. And as I say, I've seen them quite young that can't do that. Mhm. So, so what? At what point then should um, a cat owner take their their cat to the vet? You know, because they they might just think, oh, this is just normal part of aging that they can't jump up onto the bench or, you know, what sort of you know signs is it like not grooming well, properly or that you well, say, look, go and take to the vet and get a you know diagnosis or. I'm 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 imagining the people who want to uh, who are coming to pets for life are already going to their vets on a fairly regular basis. It's a very mm. very subtle thing, mm. uh, and you know they should uh, the the question the the key for the person for the owner to have in mind is can my cat jump up on a bench mm-hmm. or is it coming downstairs slowly. If if they notice either of those two things, then the next time they see they can try, they can get the um, omega supplements from the vets from over the internet, uh, and a lot of the good, a lot of the pet shops have it now. Mm-hmm. I'm I quite like a, a brand called Vetologica. Um, they're made in Australia based on chicken, so it gets around a lot of these problems. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you double the dose. And um, and you can start them on that if you think that that's what the you know if, the, if you've noticed that if you see no difference and it's obviously if you're giving food supplements a lot longer uh, before you see an effect because it has to build into the joints. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not seeing effect after a while, then uh, definitely there are some very good painkillers around now. Um, the problem with painkillers for cats is the original ones used to kill the cat, which was. You could you couldn't actually treat a cat to find out whether it was in pain. That was the big problem. And now that we can, we can see a lot more cats are in pain than we thought. That's oh. that's how it goes. My yeah. my pain is not the same as your pain. They can't even have an objective measure of pain in people. Mm. Um, so you can't have an objective measure in cats. But if you're suspicious, you put them on pain reliever. And there's some really good ones now that don't kill the cat. Right, that's good. Um, Well, and it has to be the special cat ones because paracetamol and aspirin and nurofen will all kill the cat. Um, So you have to get the special veterinary ones. And then you try it for a month, and if you see a difference, and some people, you know, the the cat, it's just suddenly marvellous. The cat, Mm. you know, behaves much younger, starts playing again. 
So mm. it's a very subtle lead-in, and then right. when you suddenly twig to this is what's going on, then you treat it then. Right. Okay. Um, no, yeah. No, that's very good. That, no, thanks very much, Kim. I think uh, that's sort of, mm. you know, given people a lot of hope that you know they mm. can do something about. Well, you can do. It, the, the, the thing is not doing something about it. It's recognizing that it's an issue. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing, and the reason it's more common in winter. Of course, is because just that chill in the air, uh, it sets off people as well, and they're not the cats aren't as inclined to move around anyway, so they tend to freeze up a little bit. The joints just get used less. So, mm-hmm. um, and I used to think heat pads for pets were a little bit over the top, but now I think that they're a wonderful thing. If you've got an older cat, and you put you get one of the special heat pads for dogs and cats. They they uh, not mm-hmm. the human ones because they again they come with um, warnings uh, for pets. They're not designed for pets, but the there are quite a few of them around. And if you find your pet seeks it out, then you know yes, it mm. feels better. So that's that's mm. your diagnosis. Mm, that sounds good. I think I need a heat pad right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's a, I enjoy that's a mine. Great idea. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, Kim. I think we'll yeah we'll wrap it up there. Lots of great information and great tips uh, to help um, you know cat owners look after their cats uh, you know a bit more. So um, I'm just wondering now where can cat owners find you if they want to find more. Well, if they want to have a look at the website, it's uh, www.thecatpalace.com.au mm-hmm. uh, or they can phone 02941733329. The landline is 02941733329. Mm-hmm. And speak, speak to my delightful staff and make an appointment. Okay, that sounds great. All right, <laughs> thanks, Kim.